And the Afterglow is made possible in part by the generosity of Superior Energy in Vernon, offering the superior service that you deserve since 1939, serving the residential and commercial propane needs of Connecticut and Southern Massachusetts for the past 80 years. Receive the one-on-one -on -one personalized attention from a local small business and still enjoy their 24-7 support and state-of-the-art scheduling technology to simplify your busy life. Just sit back and leave your propane needs to the experts at Superior Energy. Call 800-242-0427 or visit propanect.com. Hey, wake up. Come on out. Up, out of life's holes and join us in the afterglow. Now, as well as being Groundhog Day, Today is Candlemas Day. It comes at the midpoint between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. It was therefore believed that if on Candlemas Day the weather was fair, then the second half of winter would be stormy and cold. If Candlemas be fair and bright, winter has another flight. If Candlemas brings clouds and rain, winter will not come again. Now. Today was certainly not fair and bright, so according to the Candlemas Day prediction, winter will not come again. Thank goodness, right? And that's exactly aligned with the world's most beloved and furry seasonal prognosticator, Punxsutawney Phil. The famous groundhog, seer of seers, sage of sage, prognosticator of prognosticators, and weather prophet extraordinary, didn't see his shadow this morning thus ensuring that we get an early spring. The MC interpreting Phil's behavior proclaimed an early spring is on the way. But for now, I hope you've enjoyed the day and are comfortably relaxing on the inside where it's warm, peacefully and contentedly situated in the afterglow. Thanks for joining me. I'm Father John. Now, just remember, that although Punxsutawney Phil has only been right around 39% of the time, this time he has several groundhogs around the country, including Connecticut's own Chuckles, concurring with him. So, in the afterglow, we'll keep hope alive, and early spring is coming. you're in the afterglow i'm father john this is wjmj together we unwind relax and get life back into balance now today marks the birth anniversary for a man many consider to be one of the greatest authors ever james joyce born in ireland in 1882 his most famous work is the fictional novel ulysses about an ordinary day in dublin that parallels the epic poem, The Odyssey, by the bard Homer. Now, each chapter was an hour of the day, and Joyce made sure to add enigmas and puzzles that would keep professors busy for centuries arguing over what he meant. His next novel was Finnegan's Wake, 
which was even more complex and stranger than Ulysses. In fact, Joyce started the book with the end of a sentence and ended the book with the beginning of that sentence. He wanted to make the book a circle so people would read it over and over again. He wrote several other stories, but his most famous works were Ulysses and Finnegan's Wake. They were known for their complex writing style and for using puns from different languages. He was able to do this because he studied English, French, and Italian in college. It was amazing Joyce became such an accomplished author since he always had sight problems. In fact, he was nearly blind when he finished Finnegan's Wake. He died two years later in 1941, but James Joyce's work has never been forgotten. Time magazine named him in their 100 most important people of the 20th century because he revolutionized fiction writing of the era. So curl up with a good James Joyce book tonight in honor of his 142nd birth anniversary. And also this evening, we recall an actress that was an icon of the 70s, most famous for her pinup status and her signature hairstyle. Farrah Fawcett was born on February 2, 1947 in Corpus Christi, Texas. Now Fawcett began her career in commercials and guest roles on television. During the 1970s, she appeared in numerous television series, including recurring roles on The Six Million Dollar Man, with then-husband, film and television star Lee Majors. Her breakthrough role came in 1976, when she was cast as Jill Monroe in the ABC series Charlie's Angels, alongside Kate Jackson and Jocelyn Smith. The show propelled all three to stardom, but especially Fawcett. After appearing in only the first season, Fawcett decided to leave the show which led to legal disputes. Eventually, she signed a contract requiring her to make six guest appearances in the show's third and fourth seasons. For her role in Charlie's Angels, she received her first Golden Globe nomination. And in 1983, Farrah Fawcett received positive reviews for her performance in the off-Broadway play Extremities. She was subsequently cast in the 1986 film version and received a Golden Globe nomination. She received two Emmy Award nominations for her roles in TV movies as a battered wife in the 1984 film The Burning Bed and as real-life murderer Diane Downs in the 1989 film Small Sacrifices. Her work in TV movies also earned her four additional Golden Globe nominations she continued in numerous films and TV series, and she received her third Emmy nomination for her appearance on The Guardian. Fair Fawcett was diagnosed with anal cancer back in 2006. The 2009 NBC documentary, Farrah's Story, chronicled her battle with disease, and she posthumously earned her fourth Emmy nomination for her work as a producer on the documentary. Farrah Fawcett died back in 2009 at the age of just 62. But this evening, we remember one of America's favorite angels on the 77th anniversary of her birth.
So he's leaving the light He's come to know Ooh. He said he's going He said he's going back to find Going back to find Ooh, ooh, ooh what's left of his world The world he left behind Not so long ago He's leaving Leaving On that midnight train Georgia
Yes, of course you're right. That was Gladys Knight and the Pips with Midnight Train to Georgia. The song was inspired by Farrah Fawcett and Lee Majors. Songwriter Jim Weatherly phoned Majors, who was a friend, and the call was answered by Fawcett. Weatherly and Fawcett chatted briefly, and she told him she was going to visit her mother and was taking the midnight plane to Houston. Although Majors and Fawcett were both successful by that time, Weatherly used them as characters in his song about a failed actress who leaves Los Angeles and is followed by her boyfriend who can't live without her. Eventually, the genders were swapped to a failed actor who leaves Los Angeles and is followed by his girlfriend who can't live without him. The train replaced the plane and Houston was changed to Georgia. The recording we just heard attained the number one position on the Billboard chart back in 1973. Well, you're in the afterglow on WJMJ over the air and online. We're yours, Catholic Radio, where faith meets life. So we journey now toward the intersection of where faith meets life. Now, how many of us are more comfortable complaining? Raise your hand. There you go, I told you, huh? We like to complain. I collect constant complainers. People who think that we play too much music for the young, then there are those who complain that we play too much music for the old, and those that complain that we are not Catholic enough. If you were really a Catholic radio station, you wouldn't be playing that song, you know. Makes your head spin, huh? But I think that one of my missions in life is to help the constant complainers by giving them something to complain about. You know what they say. If you complain, you will remain. You'll stay right there. If you become negative and soured on life, you won't pass the test. There was promotion available. There was opportunity for new growth. But because you didn't count it all joy, you missed out. The good news is this. God will give you another opportunity. He can still take you where you need to be, for instance. When someone offends you, your attitude should be, I won't be upset. I'll count it all joy. I know this is simply a test. And on the other side of this challenge, I'll be promoted. When business is slow, instead of griping, count it all joy. Tell yourself, ah, this too shall pass. I know God is supplying all of my needs. Or when you face a disappointment, your negative emotions will tell you to be down and discouraged. You'll feel self-pity trying to set in. But instead of submitting to those negative emotions, encourage yourself. Get up. Be strong. There are good days up ahead. That's how you pass the test. That's how you counted all joy. In the tough times, don't be surprised if you feel that spirit of heaviness trying to overtake you, you know? Don't be surprised if you hear those thoughts telling you, it will never work out. You'll never get well. It's over. It's done. Don't believe those lies. You don't have to be guided by your emotions. They're not in charge. You're in charge. Instead of letting your negative emotions talk to you, talk to yourself. When you wake up in the morning, and that negative thought comes to your mind saying, ah, oh, it's a lousy day. Don't just agree and say, 
Yeah, 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 it's a lousy day. I feel terrible. Instead, turn it around and talk to yourself. Make a declaration of faith out loud. Ah, this will be a great day. I will get well and feel better. God will restore health to me. Put your hope back in the Lord. This is what King David did. He put his hope in the Lord. That spirit of heaviness tried to steal his destiny. He became depressed and very discouraged during those dark times. But David said, Why are you cast down, O my soul? Hope in God. He was asking himself, David, come on, what's wrong with you? Why are you so discouraged? Why have you lost your joy? God is still on the throne. God still has good things in store. Put your hope back in the Lord. When that heaviness tries to come on you, do the same thing. Look in the mirror and say, Listen here, self. Cheer up. Come on. Put on a new attitude. We're not staying down. We're not staying defeated. We're putting our hope in the Lord. And that's where faith meets life. As the sun goes down on I gaze at thee.
I'm Father John. Thanks for joining me. We're in the Afterglow on WJMJ. And that was Russell Watson with You'll Still Be There For Me. As the sun goes down and the times roll on, I know you'll still be there for me. And that I promise you, here in the Afterglow, where the sun has already gone down, I'm here for you. With music and messages of peace and hope, we take time to relax and de-stress. Today we celebrate the 74th anniversary of one of America's most beloved game shows. Can you guess what it is? Well, here's a hint. Yes, it's What's My Line? A panel game show which aired on CBS from 1950 to 1967. The concept of the show was to have a celebrity panel try to guess the contestants' occupations. The show was hosted by John Charles Daly, and the celebrity panel consisted of Dorothy Kilgallen, Arlene Francis, and Bennett Cerf. What's My Line ran for 25 seasons and aired over 2,000 episodes. It also won three Emmys for Best Quiz Show or Audience Participation Show, and a Golden Globe for Best TV Show. The show was so popular that it has been adapted into several international versions, radio versions, and a live stage version. It is consistently ranked in the top 25 greatest game shows of all time. What's My Line, premiering this day 74 years ago. And on this day in history, in 1925, a small town in Alaska was saved by sled dogs. When a diphtheria outbreak was diagnosed in the small town of Nome, Alaska on January 21st of that year, the nearest large amount of antitoxin serum was in Anchorage. Bitter winter temperatures made air delivery impossible, so a heroic dog sled relay was set up. Some 300,000 units of serum were delivered by train to Nenana, Alaska, and on January 27th, in temperatures of 40 to 50 degrees below zero, 20 mushers drove around 150 dogs on a 674-mile journey to Nome in 127 hours. Togo was the lead dog for the first 350 miles, and Balto was the lead dog on the final 53 miles. The frozen serum arrived at 5.30 in the morning, and once it was thawed and administered, there were no more diphtheria deaths. Both the mushers and their dogs were portrayed as heroes in the newly popular medium of radio and received headline coverage in newspapers across the United States. Balto became a national hero becoming a famous canine celebrity and a statue was erected of him in his honor in New York City's Central Park. And tonight in the Afterglow, we remember the great run of mercy to Nome, Alaska, concluding on this day 99 years ago. Dark is the night I can weather the storm Never say die 
I've been down this road before I'll never quit I'll never lay down See, I promised myself that I'd never let me down So I'll never give up, never give in Never let a ray of doubt slip in And if I fall, I'll never fail I'll just get up and try again Never lose hope, never lose faith There's much too much at stake Upon myself I must depend I'm not looking for place to show I'm gonna win No stopping now There's still a ways to go Some way, somehow Whatever it takes I know I'll never quit, no Never go down. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure they remember my name a hundred years from now. I'll never give up, never give in, never let a ray of doubt slip in. And if I fall, I'll never fail. Just get up and try again. I'll never lose hope, never lose. Upon myself, I must depend I'm not looking for place to show I'm gonna win When it's all said and done My once in a lifetime Won't be back again Now is the time To take Brian McKnight with a song called Win. It's part of the afterglow. And in the afterglow is where we take time to relax and replace the stress of life with a determination for the best of life. It's story time now in the afterglow. And what this teen does for an elderly lady will certainly restore your faith in our young people. With all of the technological advances of today's world, it seems that there's a lot out there to distract our younger generation, and it's become a bit of a stereotype to picture the youth of today as totally self-consumed, 
Too busy posting selfies and updating social media statuses to be aware of what's going on in the real world around them. But take heart. God is still at work in our kids. Kaylin Young, a 17-year-old who works at a Hardee's restaurant in Tennessee, is one of those kids. While outside of the restaurant washing the windows, he noticed a sweet elderly lady that could use a hand. So the young man stopped what he was doing and took the time to walk the adorable Bobby Claire to her car. A passerby, David Yardley, was so touched by the scene, he stopped and snapped a photo, saying, It spoke volumes. Black and white, male and female, young and old, all came together in one photo. It was just a tender moment. At the end of the day, it was a young person having enough compassion to help an older person. But David wasn't the only one moved by Kaylin's actions. After David posted the photo to the Hardy's Facebook page, it went viral, prompting Hardy's to honor the boy with a $1,000 reward. And if you didn't already love this young man for his kindness, his humility is sure to make you a fan. Kalen has been completely surprised by all of the attention and praise. He doesn't see where he did anything special, saying, Some people say they view it as rare. And I was surprised by that because it's just a normal thing for me. Going through reading the comments, it's been very humbling, very heartwarming. But to the sweet lady whom he helped, Kaylin's kindness is something very special indeed. She says, I felt a little touch of heaven, that kindness and goodness in the world. We need that so much, don't we? And I have to agree, hats off to Kaylin who is sure to have one proud mama. Let's all try to send out a little more love and kindness today because can you ever really have too much kindness? Train up a child in the ways he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So says the Bible's book of Proverbs. Something to think about.
an instrumental track by Richard Elliott called Sweet Dream. Here in the Afterglow, we like to explore a variety of different music, all combined in such a way as to produce a time to listen and relax, shirk off the worry and the stress of the day. So thank you for joining me. I'm Father John, and we get together every weekday evening from 7 to 8. So you can email me with your ideas and suggestions as we seek to wind down the day for some stress-free moments of inspiration and relaxation during this time. Let me know your thoughts. Afterglow at wjmj.org. That's our email address for whatever's on your mind. Once again, it's afterglow at wjmj.org. I read my own email. No one reads it for me or to me, and I answer my own email. So we can connect in the real world. Afterglow at WJMJ.org. The real world of cyberspace, that is. It's actually my opportunity to hear your thoughts as you talk back to me. Now, turn on the light. You'll see better. Tell me, isn't it good to know that even when we don't love with a perfect love, God does? He always nourishes what is right. He always applauds what is right. He has never done wrong, led one person to do wrong, or rejoiced when anyone did wrong. For he is love, and love does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. Stop the clocks, it's amazing. You should see the way the light dances off your head. A million colors of hazel, golden and red. Night prayer is coming up, but first, let's let God's Word talk back to us in today's Word. Oh, I will hold on to the afterglow. Today, the church celebrates the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord. My eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared for all nations to see. Why is it that one person looks at a glass and sees it as half-empty? and another can look at the same glass and see it as half full. Why is it that an accident or disease can destroy one person, whereas another person may overcome the limitations of a disability? Why is it that some people see life as a challenge, and others see it as a burden? The way we view and understand the things that happen to us is as important as what actually happens. Our basic perspective optimistic or pessimistic, self-centered or outward-looking, determines our response to an event. In Luke's Gospel, the theme of seeing and perceiving is very important. Some people are with Jesus, yet do not recognize who he really is. Others, like the disciples in the Emmaus story, do eventually recognize Jesus. In today's feast, 
Simeon recognizes the infant Jesus as the hope and salvation of all nations. Simeon is a devout man. He sees God at the very heart of the world and of his own life. His mind, his heart, and his eyes are always searching for the signs of God's presence. He is therefore able to recognize Jesus when Mary and Joseph present the baby in the temple. Amidst the bustling crowds, Simeon picks out the Savior. He not only recognizes God's presence, but proclaims it to others. Today's Gospel asks us to examine ourselves, to look anew at what and who we are. We are asked to seek out the signs of God's saving presence around us. Then we are called to proclaim the good news to a world desperate for signs of hope. Only when we have recognized and proclaimed God's saving love can we, like Simeon, depart in peace. My sweet Lord, mm, my Lord, mm, my Lord, I really want to see you, really want to be with you, really want to see you, Lord, but it takes so long, my Lord, my sweet
And now on this Friday, the second day of February, on the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord, as the shadows lengthen and the evening comes, we reflect on God's nourishing and loving presence with us. So we close our time in the afterglow with prayer. Watch, O Lord, with those who wake or watch or weep tonight, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend your sick ones, O Lord Christ. Rest your weary ones, bless your dying ones, soothe your suffering ones, pity your afflicted ones, shield your joyous ones, and for all your love's sake, we pray, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Lord, I trust in you and refuse to be afraid of anything. Help me not to fear what others think of me. Help me to remember that because you have saved me and your spirit lives within me, the things judgmental people say cannot ultimately hurt me. When people say things that are critical, help me to let those things roll off my back and not stay in my mind and heart. Thank you that although hurtful words may come and go, my salvation lasts forever. Set me free from worry about the future and the bad things I fear could happen. Help me to focus instead on the situations I face today and your great power to see me through each one victoriously. Bless my health, my work, my relationships, my decisions, my finances, my friends, and my family. I place my life fully in your hands and trust that you, Lord, will help me and guide me on the path to complete wholeness and success in life. I hunger and thirst for you, O Lord, come fill my soul. Alleluia! Praise, O servants of the Lord, praise the name of the Lord. May the name of the Lord be blessed both now and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to its setting, praise be the name of the Lord. High above all nations is the Lord. 
above the heavens God's glory. Who is like the Lord our God, who dwells on high, who stoops from the heights to look down upon heaven and earth? From the dust the Lord lifts up the lowly, from the ash heap raises the poor, to set them in the company of leaders. Yes, with the company of leaders of the people. To the childless wife, God gives a home as a joyful mother of children. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I'm waking up, the world is turning, the sun is shining again. I'm holding on to things I shouldn't. It's time to let them go. I've been on a losing streak. Hit so hard I couldn't speak. But when I hear your voice, it fades away. And I can hear you
For the grace of God has appeared, saving all and training us to reject godless ways and worldly desires and to live temperately, justly, and devoutly in this age as we await the blessed hope, the appearance of the glory of the great God and of our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to deliver us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people as his own, eager to do what is good. My My eyes have have seen the salvation salvation that you have have prepared in the presence of all peoples. Behold, behold, the mighty one has done great things for me. salvation that that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples. Gracious God, in you justice and peace embrace. With hope we pray. God, in your wisdom hear our prayer. Forgive our sin and shine your light through our weakness. With hope we pray. God, in your wisdom hear our prayer. Imbue peacemakers, diplomats, and national leaders with courage and perseverance in efforts to end war. With hope, we pray. God, in your wisdom, hear our prayer. Raise to new life those who have died with their hope fixed on you. With hope, we pray. God, in your wisdom, hear our prayer. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. May God's glory rise upon us and strengthen our hope for eternal life in Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Before the ending of the day, creator of the world, we pray that you with steadfast love would keep watch around us while we sleep. From evil dreams defend our sight, from fears and terrors of the night. Tread underfoot our deadly foe that we no sinful thought may know. We now offer a prayer requesting the intercession of Blessed Michael J. McGivney, priest of the Archdiocese of Hartford and founder of the Knights of Columbus. God, our Father, protector of the poor and defender of the widow and orphan, you called your priest, Father Michael J. McGivney, to be an apostle of Christian family life and to lead the young to the generous service of their neighbor. Through the example of his life and virtue, may we follow your Son, Jesus Christ, more closely, fulfilling his commandment of charity and building up his body, which is the Church. Let the inspiration of your servant prompt us to greater confidence in your love, so that we may continue his work of caring for the needy and the outcast. We humbly ask that you glorify your venerable servant, Blessed Father Michael J. McGivney, on earth according to the design of your holy will. Through his intercession, grant the favor I now present. Through Christ our Lord, amen. Be present, O merciful God, and protect us through the silent hours of this night, so that we who are wearied by the changes and the chances of this fleeting world 
may rest in your eternal changelessness. Lighten our darkness, and in your mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. Visit this home, O Lord, we pray, and drive far from it the snares of evil. May your holy angels dwell with us and guard us in peace through the night, and may your blessing be always upon us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with every joy in believing. May the peace of Christ abound in your hearts. May the Holy Spirit enrich you with his gifts now and forever. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Night Prayer in the Afterglow with Father John. Thanks for listening. In the Afterglow, a time of reflection and relaxation is underwritten in part by the people of Superior Energy of Vernon, Connecticut. Now in their 80th year, they offer personalized five-star propane service to customers throughout Connecticut and Southern Massachusetts. For more information, call 800-242-0427 or visit propanect.com. Coming up is Exploring Music with Bill McLaughlin from the WFMT Radio Network. This is WJMJ at 88.9 in Hartford, 107.1 in New Haven. WJMJ Catholic Radio, where faith meets life and where we're inviting you to be to enjoy an entire evening of relaxing music tailor-made for you.